Hi, I'm Tony Zarappa, author and host of the new bi-weekly podcast, Flash Fiction in Five, based on the stories from my blog. I do hope you enjoy these stories as much as I have enjoyed writing them. So, get yourself comfortable, sit back and relax, and enjoy today's episode. I tried so hard to forget him, locking him away in a heart-shaped box in the annals of my memory and throwing away the key. I thought I'd be okay, that I'd be able to move on with my life and forge ahead. I was a successful business owner and my life had been on an upward trajectory since he left. The message and his profile picture brought the memories flooding back. The pain of the breakup had never really gone away. I mean, how could it? We made plans to spend the rest of our lives together. Bought a house, met each other's families, and even had a puppy. The tapestries of our lives had been weaved. Then he just ripped out the threads, trampled over my broken heart, and threw it all away. In hindsight, I was angry I'd let him in. My mother always told me to never rely on anyone and to be able to take care of myself. I had always worked towards this, but deep down, we all want to be cared for and have someone to love. When I came home that day to find him gone, without any real explanation as to why he'd left, I was broken. He had taken a piece of me that was still missing. The thumping music in the car filled my head as I tried in vain to silence the voices in my mind. I'd left the wine chilling in the fridge, anticipating a celebratory drink at the recent uptick in business. I poured myself an extra large glass of Prosecco. Making short work of it, the wine went down in two large gulps. The taste was bittersweet, both a celebration and a commiseration. Picking up the frosty bottle by the neck, I take it over to the couch as I fall into the soft cushions. The wine would provide some temporary respite as I attempted to drown my sorrows. Underneath the floral arrangement on the small glass coffee table lay the albums and the memories of my past life. I'd kept them all. A reminder of happier times that we'd shared. But tonight seemed like the perfect night to clear the decks and cut him out of my life. Going through the albums, I gathered up all of the photographs. There was quite a collection. Years of memories made together. One by one, I made my way through the pages. Holidays in Santorini, road trips through the Barossa, and the arrival of Buster the Cavoodle. They were all there in rich, vivid colour, but now they seemed monochromatic. The colours had faded, and the memories too painful to recollect. I piled the photos of him next to the albums as I poured myself another glass of wine. I kept a scalpel at home, 
for when I was working on grafting and experimenting with floral arrangements. I began dissecting his face from the photographs with surgical precision, trying in vain to restore the colour by obliterating any memory of him from my life. The waves of emotion rolled in like a tempestuous ocean as I wavered between grief and rage. After what he had done to me, I needed to make sure that I would never see his face again, erasing him from my history. I carry the near-empty bottle outside, leaving the glass on the coffee table. One by one, I placed the pieces in the fire pit in the courtyard. The wisteria was in full bloom, wrapping itself around the timbers on the pergola. The stars above were bright. It was a cool but crisp night. I fossicked around and found the boxes of letters that he had written, allegedly professing his love for me and adding them to the bonfire. I liberally poured on some lighter fluid. The flames flicked up as I set fire to this tumultuous chapter in my life. They ignited as the faces twisted and contorted in the heat, the remnants of the past twirling up towards the night sky. I opened up the message on my phone and reread it as I took another gulp of wine. I had my phone with me as I succumbed to the temptation, scrolling through his posts. Every image was like a prick in a voodoo doll, stabbing into me repeatedly. He was still as handsome as ever. The little flame in my heart still flickered for him, but it was time for some closure. I'm putting this to bed once and for all, and I knew just how I was going to do it. Was it immoral or unethical to seek revenge on those ones who have wronged you so heinously? Something in me snapped. I couldn't just let this go. I tried for so long to put it to bed, but to what end? He'd always be there. He'd moved on and was so happy. This seemed so grossly unfair. I'd read a book once, where a jilted lover had used strychnine on a bouquet. She was never caught, but it was a piece of fiction. I started googling as I took another swig from the next bottle. Where could I purchase it? How long would it take to kill a person? What was I doing? I wasn't a killer. But as I kept scrolling, the idea took root and began to bloom in my mind. What I had in store seemed so disproportionate to the wrongdoing. But how can you quantify the pain of a broken heart and shattered dreams? Then I remembered. All the trauma that had been carefully and dutifully fouled away comes flooding back. No one was around to hear me cry or provide me comfort, comfort when I needed it most. I'd spent my life immersed in my work, pretending that I'd be okay, pretending that the years of hurt and anger could be truly healed. His wedding, the day that was meant to be the happiest of his life, was now going to be my apex. I threw the bottle down onto the pavers as I watched it smash into millions of tiny shards. 
I would put the past and all those that had left indelible scars on me permanently to rest. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't heard any of my other stories, have a listen to some of the other episodes here on the podcast. I'd love you to check out my blog, Roads Less Travelled. The link is in the episode description. Please feel free to like, share, comment and review. I look forward to sharing my next adventure with you here on Flash Fiction in 5.